talking about smart women, right? Talking about smart women, right? I went to there I go. Uh, I went to Cambridge um, Crematorium, actually, which is uh, not exactly <laughs> a Cambridge place, Crematorium. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not exactly... Uh... I'll tell you what, this search for the first <laughs> Mrs. Perry is getting more and more well, desperate. Well, no... Who do you think you'd find at uh, no, on, Cambridge hang Crematorium? Hang, hang on, hang on. You, listen to the story. You know, listen to it. Just listen to it. OK. Now, what happens is I go there because my mate died. There's <laughs> no other reason. I'm sorry to laugh. No, there's not many other reasons for going to crematorium. No, he was a, he was a lovely guy, Gordon Docker, great mate of mine. Um, but anyway, sadly, unfortunately, he died. So go to Cambridge Crematorium. And I have to say, Mike, these crematoriums, they're like production lines. Yeah. Because we're all waiting there while one funeral comes and another. And they're all cortege's. Yeah. But what caught my eye was one cortege came in with a stretch limo full of people and yeah. then the hearse and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, Mourners, they're called. Mourners, that's right, yeah. And, uh, and, and what happened was, what happened was, the cortege, the cortege was being led, being led by a very attractive young lady yeah. in a very smart black coat a black top hat with uh, lace on it and, and I think a black feather. You know oh, like I mean? an old-fashioned sort of East End funeral type thing. Well, yeah, but it was a car. Uh, she had black stockings on and she had black high-heeled shoes. I mean, you know, without being disrespectful because of the circumstances where she was, she looked very attractive indeed, right? But anyway, the point of what I'm saying is this. I found that a very odd profession for a, a young lady. Well, uh, so she was the undertaker, in other words. Well, she was. She must have been part of the undertaking. Well, she was actual the undertaker herself. She's yeah. obviously part of the undertaker's operation, and and that made me think, what sort of a job is that for a girl? And then we see that story this week. Tell me about the story we saw last week. Oh, this is about the youngest ever sixteen female undertaker. Sixteen, right? Mike. Sixteen years old because it's a family business. Yeah. Well, why shouldn't she be an undertaker? I just think I mean, it's people such a... staggering around now looking for jobs, right? Yeah. Although uh, we hear that some people are now. Uh, finding it easy to get jobs in certain parts of the country. But in most places, right, if you're 16 yeah. and you don't want to go off to university and you haven't got that many qualifications, yeah. it's not that easy to find a it's decent a bit job. ghoulish, isn't it's it? It's quite a good job, isn't it? A bit ghoulish. Because you're never going to run out of customers, are you? Well, her dad runs the, the undertaking business and her, yeah. elder do- her elder sister, who's 18, is already in the business, right? right. So she did it. But I think this, right, I don't want to criticise a guy, clearly a successful businessman, clearly a good father and family man, but if I run an undertaker's business... I'd want my daughters to get out of it and do something else. Right. What so, else do you think is an unsuitable job for a woman? Well, hang on. How let's about get a the undertaking driver? thing first. Yeah, her, right. her father should have said, you know, why don't you go out and do something else? Because I think that, because what her quote said was, oh, she said, I'm, I'm really advancing in this. I'm lining coffins, and I'm even come now to the embalming bit. Yeah. Well, that's no job for a young girl why to not? be pumping cadavers and... Cadavers. Stiffs, basically, yeah. full of, like, drugs and all that kind of stuff, is it? You know, imagine saying, right, okay, Millie, or whatever her name was, you know what we're going to take? Oh, well, I've got to, got to pump a few gallons of you know, <laughs> stuff into that stiff over there. I've got to right. line this coffin over here. And, well, it's no, more, and it's no more unpleasant than being a doctor or a surgeon or something like that, is it? Oh, I think... I think I mean, I mean, it's not for me. I wouldn't want yeah. to do it. But, I mean, if a, if a young lady would like to become an undertaker, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, see, see I, death is really, to me... You a, fear death, though, don't you? No, I don't fear death. Yeah, you do. No, no, You're I, scared of death. Mike... We've had this only, conversation before. Only in the last before. two or three years, I've started going back to church. I do not fear death. I am ready to meet my maker. Are you? I'm, I'm prepared to meet the maker. And and the only thing that I think is really weird is when I hear adverts on my car radio, suddenly hear an advert, and it's it's so maudlin. It's some guy saying, oh, you know, <laughs> I'll be dead one of these days, and when I am, my mate's all going to have a really great drink up in the pub and yeah. all that, you know. doesn't sound very maudlin. Well, it's maudlin. De- death is maudlin. Anyway, it's an advert for a funeral company yeah. which is advising you to buy a few 
shares for your own funeral. Yeah, it's like a funeral plan, isn't it? So you a know, lot of people suggest that you should do it. Well, if you do drop dead suddenly, unless you've got a will, which I don't know whether you have, right? Yeah, I've got. If a will. you haven't got a will that says, I've got, Mike, I was thirty-six hours away. Of course, I've got a will. Okay. Yeah, but when you are thirty-six yeah. hours away yeah. from death, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The Surely ticker, the last the thing ticker. in your mind yeah. is to write out a will. No, no, you got, that's when you've got to do it. I had to summon a very special friend to the bedside to do the will. Right. I mean, it was almost like getting the last rites. You know Why what I mean? You get a lawyer. Sorry? Why didn't you get a lawyer? Why didn't you get a lawyer? A lawyer to do your will. No. I, I, I wanted somebody who was close to me because, for instance, I had to decide who to leave my Wayne Rooney shirt to, you know, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Right. And, you know, Did you leave things. me anything in mind your will? No, I didn't leave anything in my will. No. You don't need it. You know, there's does more, it doesn't come as any great surprise to but, but anyway, look, what I'm saying is, I remember when we were a kid, you know, and, you know, nobody had any money, you know, in the, in the sort of 60s and all that. My mum would put away, like, two pounds a week in the Christmas hamper box. Yeah. And and then at Christmas you had like fifty quid yeah. to buy you know well, not a hamper. Well, if but nobody I mean, had died, why would any? Why would you use the well, Christmas I hamper? Well, you were going to say that you would use that for the funeral. No, money. no, no. What I'm saying is that these funeral vouchers or whatever they are, yeah. they're just like the Christmas hamper box, aren't yeah. they? And I mean, it's so maudlin to think, oh look, you know. I mean, I'm surprised you don't go down the cemetery and say, oh, there's my pot there. Look, you know, I think I'll start digging it now or something like that. I mean, too, forget but it. It's a very expensive business now, dying. Well, well, if you actually want one of those, you know. Even and it's, it's an interesting thing actually. Ooh. Oh, what are you um, doing? I just hit Sorry, something. Mate, you're right there. I think your toothbrush has got off. No, again. no, no, you didn't. Anything. Your 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 head went forward and you bashed your microphone. Yeah, no, with my you're hand. Right. Yeah, I'm you're fine. Right. Yeah, 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 I'm fine. The business of putting yourself overweight, in a coffin. You know, overweight. I'm not. Why you keep going on about me being overweight? I don't when know you, why you do. Do you know when you're overweight, your you, you, your veins narrow and the and the blood doesn't get through quick enough. Lack of oxygen. All of a sudden. Dizzy, and you, you've just gone dizzy. <laughs> I've you, not you've gone just dizzy. gone dizzy. Volleyball I have not gone dizzy. Your microphone. Yes, I have you not have. gone dizzy. Yes, you have. I saw it. I saw the it. reason people put money away for their funeral yeah. is because it's so expensive. You know, yeah. have any idea how much coffins cost these days? Uh, well, Thousands I'm, of pounds. I, I've actually bought one lately. So. Thousands of pounds. Uh, no, no, that's rubbish. It's not rubbish. No, no, that's rubbish. A coffin does not cost thousands of pounds. And if you're going to p- burn it anyway, yeah. why on earth would you pay that kind of money? Well, I've always thought that. I've always yeah. thought, why not make them out of cardboard? Because if you if you make them out of cardboard, right, yeah. then actually you use less. If, if we're all supposed to be saving the world and yeah. resources and all that, yeah. don't you actually use less resources and less fuel burning a cardboard coffin than you do a solid oak one 